Hi all, this is Garrett McKenzie, and this will be the first podcast that's Process Monitoring Fundamentals. So the first thing we want to remember is that the first step in repeatable molding is understanding the key fundamentals in process monitoring. So scientific molding demands that process and historical data are repeatable within the established limits of process monitoring variables. There are also key practices within the procedures in your molding system that can cause process inefficiencies and unplanned maintenance. Allowing monitoring variables to stray outside of established control variances can potentially turn into large scrap events. These threaten the integrity and profit margins of your organization. So this podcast will outline the key variables in process monitoring and we'll also talk about potential failures that can lead to process inconsistencies and scrap. There are some simple precautions that each molder can take to assure that process and production are on target. Now, world-class facilities must police themselves to assure our customers are receiving prime product and still preventing downtime events associated with poor on-plant floor performance. So let's first talk about process validation. It's important to note that process validation procedures must be completed prior to establishing process monitoring windows. So a valid process must run at 100% cycle efficiency It needs to produce little to no scrap, 1% max, and it needs to do so for no less than eight hours. That's how we know that the process is validated. So on jobs that cannot run at a minimum 1% scrap limit, evaluations need to take place on how to get to less than 1% scrap. The other consideration that must be analyzed is whether a saved process can be repeated from one run to the next. So if you have a process that you can run it for that particular day and you run eight hours and you you meet all the requirements of a validated process, but you can't load that and repeat it over and over, then you still have some work to do on your validation. In most cases, a repeatable process is dependent upon consistent mold changes. So that's another scenario that you have to take into consideration is whether your setup crew is consistently setting the mold exactly the same way every time. So let's go ahead and talk about some process monitoring requirements. Many companies fail to understand that a similar press or mold does not guarantee that the process will be repeated. Each press should have its own process monitoring sheet for recording data, and cistern molds need to be approached as completely different molds. Just because the design is the same does not mean each mold won't won't perform differently than the other. The same goes for auxiliary equipment. So when you're talking about hot runners, thermalators, valve gate units, those should be married to the press that they serve. Now you're going to want to record the current conditions for peak pressure, fill time, 
partway in cycle time at least once per shift. And this information is to be compared to the target values. The target values are established during the establishment of the validated process. So here's a list of normal target values for these monitoring recordables. For fill time, <coughs> we should stay within about 0 0.20 seconds above or below. Peak pressure, we're going to be within 100 PSI above or below. Part weight, we want to do a 5% window, so 2.5 above, 2.5 below, whatever the normal part weight would be, which would be established at the same time as setting up your validated process. And then you're going to want to keep your cycle consistent within a second above or below. Now, each target value also has upper and lower control limits. The values recorded for current condition must be within the window established by these limits to be in control. If the current value falls outside of the established monitoring window, the technician needs to verify the process matches the process setup sheet. If process does match the setup sheet, they need to be looking for any unplanned changes, basically using the five M's, man, mold, machine, material, and method, that could be responsible for the variation in the process. Changing a process should always be a last resort measure. <clears throat> if you've got a process that's been running for three months and you haven't had any issues, now all of a sudden you're having issues, well, processes don't change conditions change so you want to review the setup historical data you're going to want to clean the mold verify the press setup etc before making any process change if all criteria has been met then at that point you can make adjustments to the process to bring the corrupt value back into the established process window Every change made can lead to a different defect. You need to remember this. You might make one change and it can change three different things as related to the process. It could create three different defect conditions. So every change should be monitored closely. You're gonna to wanna to adjust for a short, well, excuse me, adjusting for a short can lead to flash Raising a mold temperature for a visual defect can cause feather flash, etc. So you need to learn to think forward and watch for potential defects that could be associated with a particular process change. If you're making adjustments for sync, then you need to be thinking about how those adjustments could lead to a different defect, such as if you're packing out more, then you're going to want to look for flash. If you're adjusting for flash, then you're going to want to watch for shorts, etc. So values running outside of tolerance must be reported to the process engineer or the injection molding manager. <clears throat> the engineer will then make assessments and they will try to get make adjustments to get back within the upper and lower control window. The engineer may need to adjust the upper and lower control limits 
to bring the values back into control. Now some other basic molding fundamentals. There's some key procedures that need to be part of a normal process monitoring protocol. So the key to consistent process consistency is the care and inspection of molds for each job. Every mold is to be cleaned and inspected once per shift. And you want to take great care to verify mold components are greased and performing properly. Every nozzle is to be inspected for blowback once per shift. <coughs> Failing to do so leads to catastrophic downtime events. End up replacing heater bands. You're going to want to review the barrel temperature page, confirming actuals meet set point requirements. Hot runner set points should match actuals as well as with temperatures verifying no more than plus or minus three degrees. Water is to be verified on at the beginning of each shift, especially if a mold was changed and started at the end of the ongoing, outgoing shift. Molds without water can break or lead to major scrap events. So following these simple procedures can help to promote solid production events while avoiding major downtime and scrap. Scientific molding protocol requires a true commitment to replication and monitoring. So following these simple procedures will not only avoid scrap and downtime failures, they assure the success of your company and help promote solid profit margins. <clears throat> That's the end of today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you need help with the process, or if you're looking for training or maintenance for your presses, feel free to contact me. My name is Garrett McKenzie. Garrett at Plastic411.com or you can contact me by phone 404-793-9834. Have a great day and make good parts.